Welcome to the I Choose Me podcast, sis, where we are devoted to dismantling limiting beliefs that binds women to a false identity. Sis, no longer are we conforming to the things of this world, but we're being transformed by the renewing of our minds. I'm your host, Brittany Monet. God is the potter and I'm the clay here to give it to you straight. So can we talk, sis? Today, I want to talk to you ladies about wisdom and the choosing. As you know, this podcast was formed from the community that God had blessed me with last year, um, the I Choose Me Sis community, right? So not only do you have to choose God, right? You choose you and you choose to see you the way God sees you. But you also have to choose who's going to be around you. And you have to use wisdom in making that choice. Because the wrong choice will have you in the middle of something that you had no business even being in. It'll have you living in someone else's purpose, fighting unnecessary battles. You'll be separated from God, idolizing people, people pleasing. You'll be in a pattern in the cycle of making toxic decisions and honestly not making (laughs) the right decision will have you operating outside of the will of God. You see, the decision you make in the company you keep can either be a helper or a destroyer of your destiny, which is why you need wisdom in the choosing, sis. Today, I want to start this episode off with Psalms 1 and 1, which says, Blessed is the one who does not walk and step with the wicked, or stand in the way that sinners take, or sit in the company of mockers. You see, before we enter 2023, God needs you to be reflective in your inventory. You need to reflect back on the choices that you made, the people that you chose to surround yourself with, the people that you came into agreement with, and You even need to look at the ones that you feel like you want to partner with in the coming year. I don't know if y'all realize this, but your blessings could literally be held up right now because of the brokenness you've chosen to take part in when God had already made you whole. And get like Brittany, how is that possible? (laughs) It's possible because when you don't use wisdom in your choosing, like I said, it knocks you out of alignment, right? So you could be surrounding yourself with people when God already had set you apart and he elevated you. But because you didn't use wisdom before connecting with certain people, it brought you back down. It muzzled you. You begin a trauma bond or those very people bled on you. And I also want to let y'all know that a blessing isn't materialistic. Stop, stop doing that, please. It's the embarkation of God and the Holy Spirit. So you 
can't hear from God or receive redemption because you chose to walk in popularity and familiarity and not use discernment, discipline, or wisdom in your choosing. You choose to stay in the toxic cycle of conformity because you love the community more than you love Christ. Yes, I said it. Some of you love those communities more than you love Christ, which is why you're still conforming and you're having a hard time hearing the voice of God. You're having a hard time being transformed because you, you aren't allowing the Holy Spirit to renew your mind daily. So now it's time for reflective inventory. First, you have to identify who you're walking with, sis. Are you walking with the wicked? This is the time to take that reflective inventory. Are you walking with the ones that are unpredictable? Are you walking with the ones that are destructive? Are you walking with the ones that are volatile? Proverbs 18 and 3 says that when wickedness arrive, shame's not far behind. Contempt for life is contemptible. It's despicable. Another translation says that an ungodly man is always cloaked, covered with disgrace and dishonor, and shame are his companions. So how can you effectively be an impact in the earth and do the works of the Lord if you are walking with the wicked? If you are walking with the destructive ones? If you are walking with the wicked, you are walking right out of alignment with God. Proverbs 4 and 14 tells us, Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Next, identify who you are standing next to, sis. You really have to watch the company that you keep. Are you standing next to the sinners? Are you standing next to the evil ones? The ones that do wrong? The ones that are considered the violators? You know the ones that refuse to obey God. They refuse to surrender. And they choose to not follow God's commands. They choose to do whatever they please without Fear of the Lord. Back in Proverbs 22 and 8, it says that sin is a seed that brings a harvest. You'll reap and heap of trouble with every seed you plant, for your investment in sins pays a full return, the full punishment you deserve. The KJV, it says, he that soweth inequity shall reap vanity, and the rod of his anger shall fail. Religion will tell you that God loves the sinner and forgives everybody, so it's okay. But what they won't tell you is that in order to receive forgiveness, you have to be repentant. You have to have a heart of repentance. And repentance requires relationship. So you have to make that decision to turn away from sin, meaning you're not going to do it again. 
And then God can grant you forgiveness. But don't think that you can intentionally continue to sin and think that you're going to get a pass because God loves you and because Jesus died on the cross for your sins. No, that is a dub. You have to have a repenting heart. Mm. I stepped on somebody's hoe. And just because you go to church every Sunday does not mean you get an automatic do as you please pass for the things that you do Monday through Saturday. The devil is a liar. And third, identify who you are sitting with. Who's next to you? Sis, are you sitting with the mockers? The ones that ridicule? The ones that bring emotional pain and distress or annoyance? Proverbs 14 and 6 says that the mocker seeks wisdom and finds none. But knowledge comes easily to the discerning. Are you with the people that like mocking you because you believe in God and then they try to get you to question God when something bad happens in your life? The ones that are dismissive towards you? The ones that feel like they always have something to say, but they really sound like fools because their words have no substance and hold no weight and you really can't learn nothing from them? Yeah. Reflective inventory, think about it. And lastly, who are the motor mouths? You have to identify the ones that don't know how to shut up. Sis, who are the gossipers that are among you? The person that habitually reveals personal and sensational facts about you or others. Proverbs 20 and 19 says that a blabber mouth will reveal your secrets. So stay away from people who can't keep their mouths shut. Think about it. The ones that spread everybody else's business. The one that seems to have a habit of attacking other people's character. Even when people come to them for guidance, people come to them out of trust, people come to them for help, they will turn around and speak against those very same people that God sent for them to guide. They will drop them. They will bleed on them. Why? Because they're blabbermouths. That's what they do. But did you know that gossip reveals your brokenness? Yeah. Proverbs 18 and 8. The words of a gossip merely reveal the wounds of his own soul. And his slander penetrates into the innermost being. Those that gossip, they're only showing their brokenness. 
And when they speak on the false statements against one's characters, those same words enter the deepest part of their soul. I don't know about y'all, but I don't want none of that. I don't want the negative words that people speak. I don't need it to enter my spirit. I'm not digesting nobody else's brokenness, bro. I don't take part in a toxic conversations. I can't. I can't sit there and indulge in certain things. I can't. I got to block my ear gates. I know what God has given me, the gift of speaking. I know what I'm supposed to do with it. Proverbs 18 and 20 tells us that a man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth and with increase of his lips shall he be filled. That means that we're required to speak words of wisdom. We're supposed to speak life. We're supposed to speak power into one another, not tear one another down or talk about people behind their backs or speak on the things that other people told us in confidence. That's whack. And we as women have to do better. Stop being messy. I know I dropped a lot on y'all. But while you take this reflective inventory, don't forget to check you in the role that you play. Because none of us are perfect. It is so easy for us to get caught up in our environment, get caught up in the company that we keep, get caught up in the people that's walking with us on this journey that we don't even realize how our decisions hurt others and it hurts God. But I'll tell you that it's not too late. It's not too late, too late. It's not too late to come to him like a child, sis. You are never too set in your ways to not change. Change is constant. Change is required. There is no elevation if you can't take correction. If you can't take the, the Holy Spirit's directions and directives. You have access to the blueprint, just like I have access. If y'all want to know where the wisdom lies, it's in the blueprint. I gave you foundational scriptures that started when I was studying Psalms 1 and 1, but the wisdom came from Proverbs. Get back in your word. Stop trying to follow trends that's taking place in this holiday season, that's taking place for the new year, the same trends that happen every year, and do something different. It's time to break free. You have to know that God has given us the freedom of choice. 
But that does not mean that you are exempt from using wisdom in your decisions. It is time to use wisdom when choosing who you are going to be around in this new year. Come out from among them. Stop saying you're blessed because of the materialistic things that you have. Because if you can make a list of the sinners, the mockers, the wicked, the gossipers, that you surround yourself with this year, the past few years, Are you really blessed? Strengthen your discernment. Everybody says be a fruit inspector. Be a heart checker. Do you have a heart like God? Or do you put your mouth on the very things that God called you to help? Do you bleed on the very people that God called you to guide? Are you so gun hold on religion that you forgot that there is a whole relationship that you have to have? With the father, you can't just say a thing or think that you're operating in a sector when you ain't doing nothing. You ain't nothing but a fool. You got to do better. We as women have to do better. And the buck stops now. It's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Do you know that when you use wisdom and you're choosing, you are going to be blessed? You will be holy. You will be favored. You will be all that God has created you to be. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you, sis. You can repent for being the toxic friend, sister, aunt, cousin, daughter, mother, niece, whatever. You can choose to be better. You can choose to separate yourself and come from among the wicked, the sinners, the mockers, and the gossipers. You can be the chain breaker for others to do and be better. It is time to become, sis. It is time to be the change that young girls need, to be the change that the older woman need, to be the change that your peers need to see.
pray that God enters the soul of every woman listening under the sound of my voice right now. That God mends every broken piece of our heart that tries to hide. I pray that God sends his spirit to settle in every kitchen, every car, every office, every space that his daughters are in. And that he begins to reveal to them the bad fruit, the words spoken, the women they bled on, the women they tore down. And that he identifies the mockers, the sinners, the gossipers, and the wicked ones that they must be separated from even, even now. I pray that God uproots every ungodly soul tie and demonic agreement with that they they came into partnership with because they didn't know who they were. I pray that God forgives you for every sin that was committed, every negative word curse that was spoken, every secret that was spread, every malicious thing that was done. I pray that you forgive yourself, my sister. I pray that God fills you with the courage to take accountability, boldness to change your attitude and connects you to his vessels in the earth so that you can begin to receive wise counsel and that you can go deeper in an intimate relationship with Christ. I pray that you gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding about who he is and about who you are in God. I pray that this change happens speedily. I pray that there be no backlash from the enemy. I pray that you use wisdom in your choosing and that you choose not from your flesh. May you be strengthened on this journey of rediscovery as God prepares you for your new season. I pray that we're able to be what many of us never saw and that what is being asked of us to do that you strengthen us, Lord, and we trust you and that we say yes, Lord God. Our soul says yes, Lord God. We repent even now, Heavenly Father. We pray that our freedom of choice be the best choice that brings heaven to earth and that your kingdom come, Lord God, and that your will be done in our lives and every woman attached to our name. We thank you even now, God, for choosing us. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to make the change. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray it is so and so it is. Amen. I call you my sister, and I don't take that lightly. I know what it's like to be a mean girl, to be in a crew. I was young, loud, and feisty. But like those girls, I too didn't like me. I didn't know who I was. I just knew the attention I received, as if a large surrounding of other women validated the little girl inside of me. Nah, it just generated more mess, more revealed secrecies, opened me up to more scrutiny. The blind leading the blind, flocking together to the club, sleepovers, and Lincoln teams because we did conforming things. Things. Somewhere along the way, God began to call me higher. He set me apart, and I knew there was weakness in numbers because the quality didn't align with the quantity. You see, even with the godly one, we can shake the earth and start declaring some things. See, those same prayers come to pass because we put the work behind the faith and took the steps in intentionality. That's the type of alignment that you get in spirituality. Not a card flipping stars aligning thing. I mean, really put a sword out for mine, destroying false beliefs and fighting with authority. Intercession is the greatest weapon. My sister really wars for me. What God does in and through her, she can get the world from me because she's blessed in the field. In the garden, she prays and in the garden, he heals. Now in days, that's a big deal. 
When the enemy comes to rob, steal, and kill, I got a sister that I can call on. We worship together. We work together. For daddy, we read his word and we walk on water together. So when I say that you, my sister, I really thank God that in this chaotic world, we found each other. I can share the darkest secrets. We be going through conviction and daddy heals us through deliverance. Now let's grow, sis, and change the game forever and break the worldly systems. Sister, discipleship is the goal and the kingdom mission poem thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode on the i choose me podcast sis i love y'all and i look forward to meeting you back in this space next week for more information on today's episode the show and announcements, head over to I Choose Me Pod on Instagram. And if you're looking for a community devoted to God, promoting kingdom sisterhood and personal self-development, follow us on Instagram. I Choose Me, sis. It's your girl, Brittany Monet. God's the potter and I'm the clay and I'm here to give it to you straight. See you soon.